Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. for all this. Listen, y'all know that I'm kind of an observant person. I find revelation in everything. If you go to an amusement park, look at the roller coasters. There are two types of roller coaster riders. There's one like me, who's very quiet, holds on to the bar real tight. And then you have another one, they just throw up their hands and scream. Ah! The weird part about it is me, who's sitting there trying to be all cool about it, and I'm holding everything in. I'm feeling all those drops way more than the people that have their hands up shouting. And it just seems like in this season, It just seems like God is purposely putting me through a little bit of roller coaster action, some rises and some falls, just to see if for once I was just, ah! Jesus! Because he is the most high. 
he has done so much for us to take us throughout the year. And I know you guys praised him into the new year, but we're going to keep on in praising our most high God. God of power, we lift you, our holy King. Our God, you are Lord, we love you with all of our hearts, so we lift Because you were there. 
remember you spoke through someone that it would not last a week. But I walked with the master through the blood and through the fire. And if I'd learned anything at all, I'd learned that you're a liar. You're a Everything in this world except my friend And still you have the courage The nerve to come around and bother me again To tell me I'm not born again Heaven's not reality If Jesus Christ is not the Son of God Genesis 3 and 1 and 2, 
Satan fell from heaven before the humans fell, and and um, the great dragon he was referred to as back then, uh, Satan, the ancient serpent, or the devil, whichever name you use, because they use them interchangeably. He led the whole world astray today, and back then he led the angels astray. It says that God reacted to him doing this. God took their power, their position of authority in Jude 1 and 6, and then they abandoned their proper dwelling places. So Satan is not in the place he was supposed to be in. That's why when you follow the devil, you you find yourself in a place that you're not supposed to be in because you wasn't following God. You won't be in that proper place, and therefore you cannot receive his benefits. So we need to make sure we stay in tune and in line with God. Satan is the demon's leader. See, Satan lost the battle to Michael, okay? And so uh, we use uh, Satan's name interchangeably a lot of times with um, some biblical names like Lucifer, Beelzebub, the enemy. We refer to him as the evil one, Baal, uh, the adversary, the deceiver, the serpent, the great uh, dragon. He's the father of lies. He's a murderer. He's a sinner, and he's a thief. Now, you have some other uh, pagan mythology, mythologically, mythological names that they call him, but we're right now sticking to the biblical names, and those were the ones that we used. Now, you say, okay, well, Satan was kicked down here. Uh, Does he have any power? Well, this can be taken a couple of different ways, and I'm going to break that down for you. Satan is the prince of the power of the air, and because he was kicked out or was fallen uh, into humanity by default, he's the prince of this world. And uh, in Luke 22, 31 and 2, he said, you know, Jesus said, Simon, Simon, Satan have asked to sift you as wheat, but I pray for you, Simon, that your faith not fail. And in Job 38 and 1, God says, he limits the ways. This far you may come and no further. Here is where your pride, your, your proud ways halt. So we see that there are boundaries and rules that it appears that Satan has to abide by. He has to seek you, seek God's permission before he does things. Because he's, he's prowling around like a roaring lion you know, and um, he needs to ask God. Now, some of the times it seems like he may not have to ask him how far we can go, and we're going to talk about those as well. Because, uh, you know, God loves his children, and he's, he protects us, and he surrounds us, and he keeps us, you know, and um, God is ultimately in control of this whole universe, including Satan. But 
And all things, all things are going to work together for our good. If he attacks us, just know you got to keep the faith and keep on keeping on because Satan is going to try to attack you at some point in your life because that's his purpose. Okay, and we're going to get into more detail later about his purpose. Okay, um, again, I said that his power is limited. Satan and his demonic entourage, they have limited things that they can do to you. Um, The devil has been sinning from the beginning. And for this reason, the Son of God appeared. And was to destroy the work of the devil. That's why Jesus paid the price on Calvary. He paid the price for us, his precious blood, because of the devil sinning. Okay, now, the devil has some evil spirits. And the spirits are a little less than the devil in in terms of power. Okay, and these spirits, they come and they can sometimes jump into people. We you know, people want to know, can you get possessed by the demons? Well, if you don't have Christ in you, I believe you can be possessed by the demons. It says because there was an example in the Bible in Matthew twelve and forty three and forty five, you know, when a defiling evil spirit is expelled from someone it drifts along through the desert looking for an oasis, some unsuspecting soul, it can be devil. When it does find anyone, it says, I'll go back to my old and haunt it. On return, it finds the person's clean but vacant, and then it returns out and rounds up seven more evil spirits than itself, and they all move in, whooping it up. That person ends up far worse off than he had had he never cleaned up that place, that space in the first place. That's what generations is like. You may think you cleaned out the junk of your lives and gotten ready for God, but when you were, were, were not hospitable to my kingdom message, now all the devils are moving back in. That was a message Bible interpretation of it. I like that interpretation of that scripture. So remember, Satan's purpose and his plan is to kill, steal, and destroy you. Satan wants to tempt you. Momentarily, he's the ruler of this world, but he wants you to conform to his way. He wants you to satisfy him. He and his demons want you to worship him. He wants you to fall down and and proclaim that he's your God. You know, the Bible says where your treasure is and where your heart is, that's your God. And he wants you to seek after the things of this world, money, you know, possessions, you know, things, not God, not the one true living God. And one tool he uses is deception in order to distract you and in order to uh, get you into some form of idolatry, um, that's what he does. Satan, he uh, he has he wants you to um, basically not look at the true cause and effect of a situation. He wants you to reduce your ability to make a decision based on facts. So. 
he said, look, he even challenged Jesus, first of all. If he, you think that the devil's not going to try you and tempt you, just think about it. If he tried Jesus, he's going to try you. He had asked Jesus in Luke 4 and 6 and 7, are you going to worship me? You know, if I give you these things, you know, I give you everything if you worship me. And so we, we cannot let the devil tempt us and get distracted about the things of this world and little petty things because he will do that. He uses fear as well. Fallen angels use fear as a weapon to disrupt, disrupt our faith. He uh, wants us to question and doubt everything that God says to us. See, when you doubt, you allow uh, double-mindedness, a lukewarmness to come into your life. And in 1 John 4 and 18, he says you cannot be double-minded because there is no fear in love. God is love, and God's perfect love casts out all fear. So fear has to do with punishment. And so if you don't fear, you're walking in his perfect love, he said. He said, be sober, be watchful, resist the devil, be firm in your faith. And I choose to submit my God, myself to God, and I want to resist this devil so he can flee from my life, and I want him to flee from your lives as well. If, you know, if you are around people that are uh, powerless, they're, they're operating in meaningless, and they, they just operating in low self-esteem, just know that they're, they're, the, the enemy is lurking around your life, you know. So, is demon habitation real? Okay, it is. It says that the demons will try to oppress a godly man or woman in Second uh, Corinthians uh, twelve and seven. And they will try to. They will try to oppress you. Uh, demons are like superhuman beings possessed with the following spirits. Lucifer had demons of pride, Beelzebub, demons of gluttony, Niathan, wrath, Leviathan, envy, mammon, greed, Belvedere, sloth, Asmodeus, lust. Okay, we talked about earlier how, you know, if you got the Holy Ghost, you know, we dance in the spirit, we got the Holy Ghost. The demons have no future with those that are in God, okay? He don't want the ones that's in God per se. I mean, of course, he would love to have anyone, but he, he knows that his uh, limitations are, stimid, are stifled when you pray, when you call him out, when you cast him out. And see, other devil spirits that get into people are like the spirit of the Antichrist, you have witches, you got warlocks, you got people in sorcery, and all of those that I just named, they get their power from demon spirits. So you want to know how do you get the victory over Satan, the fallen angels, and the demons, and the devil? Well, in order to get the victory, you have to have Jesus Christ as your Savior, and he has to have died for your sin. You know, Jesus defeated the devil by tasting Death. Remember, he said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, 
The devil, he brings death and destruction and judgment, but Christ don't bring fear. He brings us love. In summary, I want you to know that if you follow Satan and his demons and devils, um, you know, you won't have you won't have the blessings, and we want blessings in our lives. We want to be on his right hand, okay? He said in Matthew twenty five forty one, he said to those on his left, depart from me, ye who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Oh, put on the whole armor, God, so that you may be able to stand against the wild schemes of the devil. You know, the fallen, the angels fell from him. They fell from the sky. But you can seek the Lord. The Lord can deliver you from all your fears. He wants to be your answer. Some Christians have blind spots. You know, people in America, sometimes it seems like we're so unaware of the worlds of the spirit that they are both good and evil. You know, but keep in mind that for God did not angels when they sinned, he sent them to hell, putting them in chains and darkness, hell for the judgment day. So we don't want to go to hell with the angels. I want to live my life like this in Romans 8 and 39. He says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me, separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, trusting in your God. In Jesus' name, I thank you for listening to the word. I pray that you walk in the spirit of obedience.
want to stop and take the time to acknowledge my beautiful family, my husband, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, as well as my natural brothers and sisters and all my sister in love and all of the people, my friends, Kim. Hey, Kim, she's on the line. I thank God for all of you, and I thank the Lord that he's brought you into another year. Amen. Praise God. It's a beautiful day today outside. It's only 25 degrees, but it's sunny, and it's such a sight to see with the snow everywhere all on the ground, and I'm grateful to see it. I just want to remind you, just like the earlier song said, don't let no job, don't let no relationship, don't let no Instagram, don't let no Facebook, whatever it is that's blocking you and your relationship from Christ, don't give it no victory, okay? Just Jesus, he's real.
direction You're the compass for my way You're the firelight With nights are long and cold In sadness You are the laughter That shatters all my
of my joy. People, we need Christ to be the center of our joy. During this pandemic, you know, you might not have no friends that's able to come see you. You may not have any phone calls from a friend. You may not have anybody. So you need Jesus. He's all that you need, and you got to tap into that source. When you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed, let Jesus be the center of your joy. Amen, amen. Well, let's talk about him not just being the center. Kayvon Carter says, let's cleave to him. Cleave. Sometimes sin can be so tempting. Sometimes wrong can be so appealing. That's why we have to cleave. To that which is good Don't let your flesh get you in trouble I know it's hard, I know it's a struggle That's why we have to cleave To that which is good Oh, cleave Oh, cleave Bite your tongue, close your mouth, and cleave to that which is good. Even when they talk behind your back, don't lose focus, stay on track, and cleave to that which is good.
oppression, depression, and unemployment.